Hello, and welcome to Leveling Up With Love. I am your host and mindset coach, Mary Howard. Here, we will cultivate the skills of thought management, mindfulness, and other actionable life strategies to explore and expand the most incredible relationship you will ever have with the most important person that you will ever meet. And that person is you. So, Laura, welcome. Welcome. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Mary. I admire you so much, Laura, and I really honor and appreciate the time that you're taking to spend here with myself and the listeners. So we'll get right into it. Would you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself and the work that you do in the world? Sure. Thanks so much again, Mary, for having me on. I really appreciate the invitation and happy to be here to chat with you. Uh, Laura Winters, I'm an LCSW, uh, which is a licensed clinical social worker. And I specialize, um, I'm a therapist, and I specialize in working with uh, perinatal and fertility challenges. So basically everything around trying to have a family through bringing a baby or new babies into the home. Um, and I have a practice, a group practice in Denville and Chatham, although we are a lot online these days. That's what we do. We do a lot of one-on-one therapy. We also have a free support group that meets weekly for pregnant or postpartum moms. Um, and we also have a wonderful team of therapists and we also have a nurse practitioner who works with us and can support people who might be considering medication or, you know, want to go on medication and need that managed. Okay. Wow. What amazing and fragile and important work that you do, that service that you provide. I mean, I can imagine just the amount of how many lives you've changed and the impact you create. It's just like, so really special and precious. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I really, I love what I do. Um, I'm so fortunate to work with a group of people that is shares that passion and really loves what they do too. Mm. Really a lot of fun and so fulfilling when you get to do something. I think like you feel too, Mary, right? That is really rewarding and you get to be surrounded by other people too who um, are just as excited as you are about doing that work. Absolutely, absolutely, right? And just keep evolving and expanding and learning from each other, contributing to each other. Oh yeah. So good. And so good. So tell us a little bit about your journey, Laura, like what, what inspired you to get started in that field specifically? It's very niche as they say, right? So it's a very specific market. What inspired you to get started there? Yeah. So I started out my career working with kids and families because I just Mm -hmm. enjoyed about their so much fun to be around and they, uh, they're really fun to work with in therapy. Cause I feel like they're just like little sponges and they can just, uh, kind of move through things quicker than us adults can, you know, junk mm. <laughs> in the way to get through usually. Um, anyway, and once I became a mom myself, I had this whole new appreciation for parenthood and just seeing things through the parents' eyes and how challenging and how um, 
significant of a transition that is in, some, in someone's life. Um, and so I just was really interested in learning more about how, you know, what, what happens when you're becoming a parent and you, you know, you have a new baby and um, what kind of struggles parents go through and how best to support them. So I shifted my focus and got training in that area um, and started focusing on that. Um, and I, like I said, like I, you know, I got really interested in it from becoming a parent myself and also having, you know, my own struggles around being a mom and uh, figuring out this new role and how to kind of um, not resolve. What's the word I'm looking for? Navigate, navigate, right? Yeah, that's a good word. Navigate this new phase of my life. Um, sure. It just totally changes all of your life. Yeah, right. There's no playbook. <laughs> no, there's not. <laughs> so that's so, um, I mean, it's so beautiful. It's so much service and so much love and for you to be able to guide that as you're, you know, it's like we're just building the plane while we're flying it, right? So being a light is, is so beautiful. I was looking, I was looking at your website. So it's postpartum health and harmony, which is also such a beautiful, it's very warm and inviting. And I love to your point that, you know, you have right on the front page when I believe it was something about uh, when parenthood isn't social media worthy, right? Am I right? Yeah. Yes. Right. Cause there's so much, we're such visual people, right. And all of us are on social media to one degree or another, I think, or we see it anyway Yes. on there. And there's, um, that's just a little snapshot in everyone's day in life. But I think we put so much weight to it. We put so much pressure on ourselves when things don't match up when, you know, our life might not match up with something we're seeing online. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's a bit, it's, it's a bit heavy. It's contributing a lot, I think, to people's mental health and overall well-being, right? Like oh, yeah. partner or not, moms or not, everyone, just everyone, the teenagers, all age groups. Right. Yeah. Studies about this, that it has a negative impact on people's stress levels, on their mental health. Laura, have you seen the social dilemma? It's a, it's a Netflix. Um, I think it's worth the, I think it's like an hour and a half. Uh I'm actually watching. um, Did you? Yeah. It's, um, pretty incredible, right? Yeah, it is. Mm -hmm. Just to see like how much of an impact it's having. And that being said, do you find, are there any misconceptions like about the service that you provide? What, what do you think? Are there any myths? Um, I, yeah, I think there's a few. I think that a lot of like the common questions we hear are, um, a lot of people I think just don't know the difference between, or or which is the right title for people who prescribe, right. Which would be like your, your doctors, your psychiatrists, when we're talking about mental health or your nurse Mm. versus a therapist. Um, so, so that's one thing. Some people will say, oh, do you, you know, do you prescribe medication? Um, or are you the one that does the therapy or can, you know, can I get both from you? Um, right. Because we have the prescriber or nurse practitioner, but the, you know, the rest of us are all therapists and we just provide 
the counseling. Um, so that's one thing we hear a lot. Um, I think another thing we hear a lot too is people don't really, if you haven't been through therapy before, um, sometimes people, well, I think oftentimes people don't know what to expect. Mm. A lot of times people will want to know about how often they need to come. You know, just, is it something they need to do weekly? Can they do it less often? And so what we always say to people is that, you know, usually, usually most people are coming because something is really troubling them. So usually you want to kind of get a, you want to dive into that, you know, and like get a head start on feeling better. So usually we tell people, you probably want to start out weekly, unless that doesn't work for your schedule. Then, you know, you can talk about it with your therapist and see what does work for your schedule. But, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, that can, that can always change. You don't have to be locked in um, with us to, you know, having to come weekly or having to come every two weeks, the whole time you're in therapy, you come with what, what you need at the time. Mm. Those are like the two biggest um, misconceptions that I can think of. Okay. And like you said, you have everyone on staff there. So it's nice because you can refer like one to the other. Do you typically, when you onboard a new client, right? Mm -hmm. Does it, do you do combination like therapy and um, prescription, or do you tend to do therapy for a certain amount of time and then see what's needed? It really, you know, it really depends. People come to us um, wanting one or the other, and sometimes people want both. So sometimes we have people that maybe have a therapist already and mm-hmm. the medication, and that's fine. okay. Um, or sometimes people might just want the medication and not want to do therapy, and that's fine too. Um, and then sometimes we have people who only want to do therapy, or maybe they might want to do medication, but they just want to start out with one or the other. And then we get some that want both. So, so we see, we're happy to, you know, help people out with whatever they think they need. Nothing right. of anybody, you know, you get to choose what kind of help you want. Interesting. So it's really the client directs that the people. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's interesting. So you could, in theory, um, do one or the other or both. And that's a, really led by the client. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm with you on that. Like the weekly meeting, the weekly connection is so valuable, especially to start just like building that consistency, right. And the continuity and just being able to really like hone in on what's going on and then look for ways of finding solutions and really processing. Right. So I find like that, I believe that to be very much similar, but it's also very different. So when you have clients, right? Would you, from your perspective, Laura, would you describe the difference between like a therapy and a coaching container? And how do you know when the client is ready for one or the other? Or do you, or do you leave that to the client also? Right. Uh, That's a really good question, Mary. And I'd love your input on this too, because I feel like there's overlap. And I, I feel like I feel like we know, like as professionals, I feel like we know what we mean, but sometimes I don't know if that always translates well to, you know, our clients um, mm-hmm. to, to chime in with what you think. Um, I, I think your, your question was about like what the differences are, right? Or like how to know when someone needs one versus the other. Right, right. Yeah. I think for someone who needs therapy, I think that they are probably someone who needs some more support 
like maybe they are struggling. Maybe they know they're struggling with, you know, something like we work with, with postpartum depression or anxiety. Um, and life has just become difficult for them. And they need mm-hmm. more of that kind of therapeutic support for someone who can who understands what that mental health disorder looks like and, and how best to, to support that and help you to feel better. And then I feel like there's other people who um, either, you know, maybe have some stress in their life, but it's not necessarily a depression or anxiety disorder that they're dealing with, or maybe they just need some help with like accountability and like goal setting. And I feel like, you know, while we do do that in therapy too, I feel like somebody like that, though, maybe like a coach might be better for them because I feel like that's what coaches do. Um, mm-hmm. Like I said, please correct me if I'm wrong, Mary, if you see it differently, because this is what you do. Um, but I know like from personal experience, like I've used a business coach um, and that was what was really helpful for me about that relationship is that he really held me accountable to you know, making progress in the areas that I wanted to with my business and kind of challenged me in some ways to, you know, step outside my comfort zone and grow in that way. So I don't know if that answers your question. I'm curious what you have to say. Oh, yeah. No, I I think you're right on. Right. It's like spot on. If I'm onboarding, when I'm onboarding clients, I like to explore and also get some feedback on what type of therapy they've been in too, because I feel like with therapy, it's really uh, processing a lot of the emotion, like the deep rooted emotions and like going back, you know, to where it really started and where it came from and what's still there. So here's the main difference, right? In coaching, it's like we start where you are with the, I don't want to say assumption because I don't really like that word, but under the, under the belief that like you're where you are now is in a healthy and neutral space to move forward with your goals and exactly like what it is you're trying to accomplish. Like if it's a business or a career change or, you know, relationships, whatever that may be. And again, all coaching, just like therapy looks very different too. So some people specialize in a lot of different things, but from where I see it, like it's more about where you are now taking you from now into moving forward. Whereas therapy is more like processing and exploring what's gotten you here and like what may be contributing And then in coaching where like there is some overlap is, okay, if you come up to something and you're stuck, like on that accountability piece, right? Like, why isn't this getting done? Or why aren't we moving through this? Then we do also explore like, okay, where might this be coming from? And is it like a big deal? Like, you know, is it still very much influencing you? And then really kind of just like getting curious around that because sometimes there is overlap. Sometimes people benefit from both at the same time. You know, like I kind of like to have both in my life at all times. I just think they help me like move forward and keep, you know, healing and keep growing and learning and everything. I know that may not be always possible for depending on time constraints and uh, things like that. So, you know, they're both so beneficial in a lot of different ways, but especially like in your field in the postpartum, I mean, that's really a time sensitive space, right? So, you know, like after, you know, in that time frame whether you're, um, trying to get pregnant or are pregnant or right after pregnancy, like what you have going on there through that time period. It's very delicate and it's it's just such good work. It's such good service. Yeah. It's interesting because I noticed on your page too, Laura, that you had 
that you speak to the EFT, which I love. So yes, I was reading your bio and I'm like, yes, Laura, love EFT. Okay. So for the listeners, EFT, if you don't know, is um, emotional freedom technique. Laura, would you like to explain it? You probably have more of an expert. Yeah. <laughs> you want me to go ahead? Sure. Sure. Okay. Yeah. So like, like you said, Mary, it stands for emotional freedom technique. It's also commonly referred to as tapping. So some people might know mm -hmm. that. Um, and what it does is it, it uses acupressure points, which if I think probably a lot of people are familiar with acupuncture where, you know, you go to an acupuncturist and they have these tiny, tiny, tiny little needles and they stick them in these acupuncture or acupressure points, whatever we're calling them. Um, and the whole idea behind it is that there is energy running through our body along these pathways called meridians. And when, um, when we do tapping and we apply light pressure by simply just tapping on these acupressure points, it helps to restore the proper flow of energy in our bodies and we feel better as a result. So it helps us to work through um, you know, emotional stuff. It can help sometimes with physical stuff too. Um, it's great for when you have trouble sleeping, it's great for stress and anxiety. I mean, there's just so much you can use it for. And it's something that once you know how to do it, it's pretty easy to do it yourself. But if you want the help of someone else to guide you through it and work through an issue with you, there's that option too. Yeah. So good. It's so good. I actually incorporate that into coaching too. Um, yeah, I do because it's so, I mean, EFT tapping, emotional freedom technique, like I call it magic personally. It's just magical. I, and I'm a huge acupuncture, you know, I love my acupuncture, my holistic healing, all the things, but I just find it so valuable and so, um, grounding. It's so grounding for me. Yeah, it is. It's like, it has this very calming effect, right? Mary, do you yes. do it with your yes. hands? You know, yes. You strong emotion about whatever it is that you're dealing with. And then you tap away. And while you, you know, say some things to remind you about what you're working through, and it just has this way of, of zenning you out and taking like the intensity down from that emotion. And it's really, it really like, kind of shift your, your thoughts around something too. And it's magical. <laughs> I think so. In fact, actually, thank you for reminding me of it. I used to use it a lot more and I was using it in my own life also. And I don't know why I kind of moved more to like mindfulness and then meditation. You know, you kind of ebb and flow with all of these strategies, but it's so good to have them all in the toolkit. And then when I was reading and I, you reminded me of it, I actually ended up using it this week because I was just having like one of those, like, uh, like, just a day, a very emotional day, which, you know, can happen. And I said, you know something, I'm going to tap. <laughs> like yeah. sometimes I'll just walk myself through it, but this app is so awesome. And like you said, uh, it just, because they use different language, it's just amazing how the human mind works. Right. Right. Like we're just on such autopilot in our thoughts. And when you use something like tapping and someone's walking you through it and you just get introduced to like a little different perspective or a new thought, and it's also connecting the mind and the body and the meridian points. And so it's like, so healing and just moving through it is, 
It really is. It's so good. I love it. In fact, it's so funny because my first life coach introduced me to it and I was like, oh yeah, I'm with this 100% and I've been practicing it ever since. Oh, that's awesome. Yay. I'm so happy to hear. Love tapping success. <laughs> tapping success. Yeah. And I use it. And you know what I think is, is helpful? I mean, just from what I've observed too, and working with clients is that it incorporates the body. So I think oftentimes, um, for us as humans, like we want to be doing like mindful breathing or meditation, but it can be very challenging, especially when you're new to it. Right. And even when you're not new to it, like there are some days when I sit down to meditate and after 10 minutes, I'm like, okay, this is just like, why, why am I struggling right now? But I just keep floating. My brain just keeps floating and it happens. But with the tapping, it's like, because you're doing something, I, is that what it is? It's just like the connection to the body and the nervous system. Yeah. I think that a lot of us have, I I think, you know, in our day and age, I don't think a lot of us are used to really sitting still for a very mm-hmm. long period. And I think that that really feels more natural for people, even though you're, you're not moving around like crazy. You're just moving like your hand to like, Oh yeah. Eyebrow to your side of your eye. But I think it's just, it's movement. And I, I think that that helps people to relax more. Um, I also, it's interesting, you know, speaking about this, that some people that might have a hard time sitting, I've also heard some people, or some people have said to me rather that they also find it kind of meditative while they're uh, going through the tapping points and saying these things. So I guess it works both ways for people. Mm. Yeah, it's just, it's just so good. It, it really is good. Everyone should look into EFT, emotional freedom technique. Even, and something I started doing in the pandemic is like giving myself a hug. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So it's just, sometimes I think it's just reconnecting with ourselves just to remind like the nervous system that we're okay, that we are safe and we're okay. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And touch is so important, right? Touch is so comforting. Mm, Yeah. So, so calming. It's just, Mm -hmm. it's it's really good. And, you know, I think sometimes speaking of misconceptions, we think that I know I felt this for a while was like, you know, in order to quote unquote heal or feel better or whatever, just make it through the day. Like we have to designate all this time, but more and more I'm finding, it's just a matter of like, just noticing and like acknowledging how you're feeling and accepting it. Right. And just letting it kind of like move through you. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I, I think there's a lot of truth to that. I think that, um, what's the saying? What you resist persists. Right? Yes. Like we experience something unpleasant and we, we try to analyze it or we try to do something about it. Right. And it definitely takes a lot of practice if you're not used to being this way, but you're so right that, you know, sometimes if we can just kind of more, be observers of our thoughts and our feelings and just notice what happens rather than feeling like we need to fix them or react to them. There's a lot of peace to be found in that. Mm. Definitely. Definitely. So, all right, moving on from our EFT love. I love that we shared that love. That's so cool. 
what words of encouragement would you give someone who maybe like, do you find that oftentimes it takes a lot of encouragement to get folks in and working with you or is it a combination and what, what kind of words of encouragement would you give to someone that may be interested in the service that you provide, but hesitant to reach out? Right. Yeah. Well, I think like for a lot of things, I think the pandemic has definitely shifted that. And for mm-hmm. that, I'm grateful that more people are, uh, are reaching out for help. I'm not thankful they're more stressed these days, but I'm thankful that they are recognizing that there's help available and taking advantage of that for themselves. Definitely. Um, I think that, you know, I, I think that unfortunately there still is a lot of stigma around therapy and, and uh, mental health. Um, mm. and, so I think and get in the way of people reaching out, especially for um, the clients that we specialize in working with. You know, there's so many myths out there about parenthood, about motherhood, I think specifically and what you're supposed to be and how it's supposed to be. Um, and I think that oftentimes what happens is people feel like, um, they feel shame. They feel like, you know, there must be something mm. wrong that I'm not, you know, spinning rainbows and, just, you know, spinning sunshine through my eyes and, you know, so madly in love with this phase of my life. Um, and I, I am happy to tell you that, you know, that was not my experience on every moment of motherhood for sure. And right. So, I work with um, would all agree if you were, were to come to our group you would be in very good company and know that um, you know it, it's really hard and no one would say that they get through parenthood easily um, or that they feel you know bless every moment of it um, so what I would say to anyone who's kind of like on the fence or considering reaching out is is do it you're not committing to months or years of therapy. Just make a call, send an email, get information, go to a support group, go to something online, you know, whatever, find a coach, whatever feels right for you. Mm-hmm. Just, just to get some information. Because then once you do that, then, you know, hopefully if that's what you need, you'll see that you can start this and that there's people there who know how to help you and understand what you're going through. But I think that just like taking that first step sometimes can be scary or sometimes just really difficult knowing where to go. So take that first step. If you know where to go, take it. Call, email. If you don't know where to go, talk to people, your friends, your family, your coworkers, your doctor, somebody's going to know who to put you in touch with. Definitely. That's so good. That's so valuable. Just taking that first step. And you're so right. I mean, I don't know how everyone grew up, but I know you were always kind of like, you know, people always talked about like putting things under, how do they say it? Like don't air out your laundry or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's like, can we just move past that? Because every time I talk to another person, it's like you find more and more like how much people are in need of connection right? And just like how, how, and, and as someone that I would say erroneously for a long period of time thought that it was like, I had to do everything on my own and like, I took so much pride in being independent. Like we are connection creatures. We just are, we need each other 
to survive. And so, yeah, reaching out and just connecting, talking to, sometimes you talk to the most random of people and they end up giving you a great connection or even like, like you said, that's so important to know that like, just by reaching out doesn't obligate you to like a lifetime of therapy or anything of that sort. It's just maybe one resource, right? Like even learning one thing, like the EFT or something. I mean, that having that tool in your, in your tool belt is like, I mean, it's a game changer. It's these little things that we accumulate over time. So I think that's such valuable insight and advice and encouragement. Just like start talking to someone like you really are, don't have to go at it alone. Mm-hmm. No, there's no reason to please don't suffer, please. No. Yeah. Is so many wonderful resources and support out there for people and people who will understand who have been there and you deserve, we all deserve to feel happy, to feel loved and to not have to suffer. So please don't let yourself do that. Mm, Yeah. So good. And you are such an amazing person and spirit, Laura and friend and mom and wife, I'm sure. And it's just like, I'm so thankful that you're in our lives too. I mean, for those of you listening, I know Laura and I used to work out right with my brother-in-law, like what, maybe that must've been like over 10 years ago now, 15 years ago. Right. Oh my gosh. So fun. We still have so much fun. I don't know if it was fun, but we always got a good workout in that's for sure. Are you still working out with Kay? Do you still work out with him? Wow. That's so good. That's so awesome. Wow. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, you are such a beautiful resource and that's, I'm so glad to have you here on on the podcast and just get the word out because yeah, just, it's like, no, you do not have to suffer alone. That is for sure. And just reaching out to connect is like, it's, it's just reaching out to connect. That's really all it is. You have a beautiful website too. Yeah, it's really beautiful and very inviting. So let's talk about how, to, how can someone find you on socials or on media? Yeah. Yeah. So um, on social media, <laughs> I actually have to look this up because I forget. Um, <laughs> on Instagram, we are postpartum HH. And on Facebook, we're postpartum health and harmony. Um, online, our website is postpartumhh.com. And that's where we're at. I haven't okay. any other social media. You know what? I think that's, you're doing just great. That's plenty of media. There's like the, the media is, can be so overwhelming. That's plenty. It's really just a matter of connecting in one way or another. So so good. And your website is so warm and inviting. So if anyone really is, you know, in this phase of your journey or anywhere along any of these steps, or even has curiosity or questions, you know, it's, it's a big deal. And again, you don't have to do it alone. So it's so good. And just super excited to get the word out. And also I know you have an event coming up, right? Would you share a little bit about this event? Mary. So um, I've been doing this for, gosh, I don't know how long now, a few, a few years, I want to say maybe like seven-ish years now. Um, there is this event called Climb Out of the Darkness, um, and it's in support of 
Postpartum Support International, which is an amazing organization for, for parents, for families. Um, they center or they focus on um, supporting the mental health of, of parents um, around uh, pregnancy and, and the postpartum period. Um, they have so many services. Uh, they have online support groups. They have um, a number you can call for resources. So they're just an incredible organization. And so every year, in, usually in June, um, is when we do this walk called Climbing Out of the Darkness. My friend and I have been doing it together. Um, and we are hosting it at um, Horseshoe Lake, which is in uh, Sakasana. And it will be on Saturday, June 25th, starting at 10.30. It's a really nice day. It's a very leisurely, family-friendly walk. There's a paved trail that we walk around the lake there. It's really pretty to look at. You can bring strollers, wagons, babies. It's, you know, slow walk, family-friendly. Um, we gather, we have lunch together, we talk. We usually have some fun giveaways from some businesses. It's just a really nice day. So we would absolutely love it if you would love to come and join us or help us spread the word. Um, we're on Facebook. We're Climb Out of the Darkness Team Morris and Warren Counties. Um, so you can find us there. Okay. So that's separate from your um, the postpartum. Are you advertising? Are you promoting that on the postpartum also on your, I'm not sure, yeah. but okay. Forget about it, but we will. Oh, and we're also, I forgot. We're also on Instagram too for that as well. We are, um, I have to look it up. I forget what we are. I think it's similar, but it might be like the initials like COTD. Okay. All right, everyone. So Saturday, June 25th in Horseshoe Lake, you said? Sakasana? Mm -hmm. Horseshoe Lake, Sukasana, June 25th. That sounds like a beautiful day and a great way to support. And I'm going to add it to my calendar as well. Thank you. And it's a Oh, I love it. Register. There's no obligation. We do fundraise, but uh, our main team leaders, um, we kind of do the fundraising. If, I mean, if you want to fundraise, go for it, but there's no obligation. Just join. It's free. You don't have to do anything other than show up. Um, and we are so grateful for that. So cool. I'm going to get my sister on board. I know my sister is listening, so she'll be there too. I'm I'm putting it on our calendar, provided she's in this state and not in a, at an athletic event. Um, yeah. So, okay. And you said the Instagram, did you find the Instagram or? Yes, I, did. I Okay, good. C-O-T-D. C-O-T-D. Yep. Team M-W. A little bit of a mouthful. <laughs> C-O-T-D, Team M-W. Yep. And that's on IG. Yep. Okay, cool. I can share that too. So that's fun. Oh, that's so good. I love that. And yeah, again, you know, like these events are nice because you just come out, see other people, see like-minded people, people that may be going through this same experience or you know someone that may have different insight or already have been through something and now they're supporting so it's another nice way to get connected absolutely yeah I, that's why I just I love doing it all these years because it's just such a 
such a nice feeling of connection, you know, to bring in community, to bring everybody together. And we, we've always lucked out. We've always had gorgeous weather. One year it like was pouring rain, but it stopped right before our walk started. So I don't know. It's always been in our favor. So <laughs> come out. All good. That's so good. Even mother nature is with you on that one. That's right? so good. <laughs> yeah. She's like, oh yeah, I'm clearing the skies for this one. <laughs> That's right. I love that. That's awesome. <laughs> So good. Um, I think anything else you'd like to share, Laura? Anything else? Um, I just like, I feel like you can't say this enough. Like, even though, like I said before, so many more people are reaching out and I'm so happy for that. Mm. You are on the fence or you don't think you should, please just reach out. Just talk to somebody, make a call, send an email just get some information. There is no need to have to do this all alone or to have to not feel great another day. So please, please reach out. Yeah. Do you find that women put a lot of, it's it's like a lot of pressure. I would imagine that if they're struggling with fertility or even if they're not feeling like all the things we see in the movies right after they give birth, right? Is that really... Oh yeah, right. Because it's yeah. into like, body stuff, right? I mean, there's like the ideas of what what life is supposed to be, what motherhood's supposed to look like, but then it also gets into body stuff with whether it's postpartum and you wanted to breastfeed and that didn't work out, or fertility and you're you know you're having trouble carrying a pregnancy, and that body stuff just seeps into our self esteem, confidence, and it just gets really messy. Mm, relationships right with their partner yeah right absolutely it just has such a big impact and I think you know we all too often can kind of internalize that and think feel shame about it and think that there's something wrong with us instead of realizing that no this is something a lot of other people struggle with and it's it's Mm. not about it's just that you're having a hard time as anybody would in your shoes and you could use a space to sort that all out. Yeah, for sure. Space to sort it out. Mm-hmm. What a beautiful <laughs> thought. I mean, that's really, it's so valuable. It's so important. And yeah, not connecting your worth as a human, right? To these experiences, like. Right, exactly. And it's so easy to do because to your point, it's like everything we see, things that are portrayed are what we're, and people are just suffering. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And I feel like women specifically, right. I, I feel like we've kind of, a lot of us have grown up with the idea that we're caretakers and we kind of put mm-hmm. our needs or last. Yeah. That's not good. <laughs> That's not good. So yeah, it's definitely what we see and what we've all been conditioned to. And um even in the workplace, right? It's like you never see yeah. So well, I could go up. I could have we could be on for a whole nother hour on that one. But yeah, there's just so much value in what you do, and it's just such beautiful work. And I'm sure you've seen some really beautiful success 
stories and how is that that must be fun too that must be super cool it is so cool it just makes my heart so happy and so full to you know to see people move through something that was so difficult or um you know pregnancy loss to to grieve that and and to have um to be able to to move through that and, and heal from that. It's such a funny thing, right? It's not like it ever goes away, but you can make some peace with it and be in a better space with it. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's so rewarding to walk alongside people and support them through these things. So good. So good. All right, everyone. So Laura, thank you again. You know, time is our most valuable resource, one of our most valuable resources. So I certainly appreciate you making the time today. This was super fun. It was really nice to connect with you. It always, always is. Oh, thank you, Mary. Thank you so much for having me. It was so great chatting with you about this stuff. And thank you so much for, for making the time too and putting this out there for your listeners. Absolutely. Just keep, we just keep expanding, right? And just trying to keep doing good and contributing. And, but first we must fill up our own cup. So if anyone is struggling, there's no need to pour from an empty cup. In fact, we can't. So definitely take some time and reach out and just connect and all good things. Just see what's available. Mm -hmm. And I'll see you at the walk, Laura, for sure. Yay. Can't wait. Yay. The end of June is like looking pretty open for me right now. So I'm putting it on the calendar because that'll be nice. That'll be a good day. We'll be here before we know it. (laughs) Okay, cool. All right. So thank you everyone. And I will chat with you again next week. I'll try and put all of this, these details in the show notes as well. Awesome. Thank Thank you, you. Laura. Thanks, Mary. All right. Take good care. You too. Bye. Bye. Thank you for sharing this time together. Let's apply these concepts to your life specifically with personalized one-to-one mindset coaching. Connect with me at mary-howard.com, mary-howard.com. Schedule a consultation call where we will discuss what is important for you right now and decide the best way to get results you love.